This is Brian Newton Fuller from the Art of Idiocy podcast. It's been forever, ever. I um, I have no excuse. I've been doing some other projects. I'm doing some other things. But I shouldn't take away from this, uh, this uh, self-serving part of my life. I want to tell you that I'm doing it for the kids, but the reality of it is it's, 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 a, it's a pretty self-serving thing. I mean, let's think about it. Sort of like stand-up comedy. I mean... That's pretty ego-driven. It's like, I got something so funny that everybody else has got to hear it. I do enjoy all this uh, for people that like it, but the reality of it is I just like doing it on myself here. I'm just telling the truth here. All right, yeah. So we are coming here from uh, Scorpion Ranch here in Chicago, Texas. It's been a while. I'm going to get back to it, I promise. Um, I'm going to start doing more and more of these. And throwing in little tidbits here and there and some stuff out of some of the art of idiocy. So we'll just keep uh, cruising ahead. And I hope y'all have been doing okay during this stupid pandemic. Just about the time we thought we were getting up there. The fucking anti-vaxxers are pulling us down. Sort of like crabs in a fucking barrel, man. Just pulling us down. So um, if you're wondering about my stance on vaccination, I think you just found it out right there. If you're an anti-vaxxer... You're not listening to me. Who the gives a shit? <laughs> it's like, so, so, uh, so I've got my vaccination. I'm ready to rock. I'm really want to get up and hear some music. Really want to get up and do some uh, stand up shows and everything. Some uh, some of our backport shows that a friend of mine, Dave and I, put on. So we're hoping to get back to this. But in the meantime. I've got a couple things I want to throw out here today, and uh, like I said, I'm going to start doing this more and more because, by God, I love the adulation. I love it. That's what I live, <laughs> live for right there. So uh, let, me, let, me, let me go into this deal because I've got some friends that just became, over a period of time, they've become very, very healthy eaters and working out and everything, and that is great for them. That's great for them, but... I found out that now going over to their house for dinner and drinks basically equates to like almost losing a bet, right? Because I have to bring all my own food and beer uh, because if you go look at everything in their refrigerator, it's all healthy, which is sort of code for tastes like crap. That's sort of code, not kind of code, but no, that's real code right there. And it is. I mean, because it's all healthy stuff. Okay, great. It's all healthy. And they love it. I mean, they love it so much that I've learned that I don't ask them about their eating regime because if I do, oh, my God. They just go off on trying to tell me everything about it. And they're so excited. They're going, and they're going all over the place. It was like, you know, I ask them about it. And it's like, oh, well, here's why it's good for you. And here's what it does. And here's what everything's made from. And here's why black lives matter. And here's the true meaning of Christmas. I mean, they just go on and on and on. And I'm just like, ah, man, I, uh, it's like, like I said, like beer, I have to bring my own beer because, okay, let's say you get a beer at a buddy's house that. Is it a healthy eater? It kind of goes like this. 
Hey, uh, hey, Paul, you got a beer? Yeah, man, it's out in the uh, fridge, out in the uh, uh, out in the garage. Why don't you go grab me one while you go get you one? That's it. It's a beer. It tastes good. Simple, easy, to the point, right? Not with my healthy friends. It's like uh, if I try to talk to them about like what beer they have, and I did this a long time ago. I've, I've learned my lesson here. I ask them about beer, what beer they have, and they go off like, well, now that we're eating healthy, we're also drinking healthy. So the only beer that we let into our house, and they said let into their house like it's like there's some kind of, you know, velvet rope policy about who can get into that, what beer can make into their house, but the one that makes in their house, they said, is Michelob Ultralight. And then they go on with all, everything they do now, they tell you why they like it, the reasons for liking it. And the reasons for liking it, liking it was, they said, it's something like it had like 95 calories and only 2.5 grams of carbs. And I was like, okay, that's great. I go, how does it taste? And they looked at me, they're like, well, it only has 95 calories and 2.5 grams of carbs. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's code for it tastes like shit. All right. And and, and they kind of got pissed at me when I told them I'd said I'd, I'd rather drink my own urine. And uh, I'm going to venture to guess my own urine probably tastes better than Michelob Ultralite and probably has a higher alcohol content. So um, so that's why I bring my own beer, because I don't really want to drink my own urine anymore. <laughs> But it's like you're hanging out with them, and they're great people, but they bring these snacks out before these snacks. And I say snacks. I am being very, very generous with the term snack because snack means something that's fucking edible. This stuff is like, oh, my God, but they bring it out, and they start telling to tell me what what it is, what it's supposed to be, and what it's made of. They start going through it like, you know, like these chips, they're made from kale. Um, the pretzels. They're made from seaweed and the popcorn. They're made from unicorn testicles. I don't know. I mean, it's like they go through all this stuff and and, and, and it does kind of look like what it's supposed to look like until you bite into it. And as soon as you bite into it, you realize that if sin and regret had a taste, this would be it right here. Right. Uh, that would be it. I mean, it's like all this stuff they have. I mean, they 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 they. They're trying to like pass me off these hamburger patties made out of beets and, you know, cheese made out of fermented tofu and all this. And every time they talk about all them, they say the same thing about them. Said it's it almost tastes like they always say it almost tastes like what it is, right? What it's supposed to. It almost the chips almost tastes like a chip. The beef patties almost taste like a burger. The popcorn almost tastes like unicorn balls <laughs> it's, like, it's like ridiculous man they use the word almost in the same context as i used the word almost in junior high when i was trying to brag about my sexual escapades and and i used it wrong here's a case in point i remember i told my friends one time hey man i almost touched and this is in the eighth grade i almost touched kim reed's boob yesterday they look at me like, really, really? Here's the real story, right? Yeah, they're thinking I almost touched your boob. The real story is I'm walking down the hall, fucking Drew Posderick, who's like one of the biggest fucking bullies, walks past me and out of the blue just boom, punches me in the fucking chest. I mean, it knocks the breath out. I'm about to pass out. I think I'm going to fall down. I reach out and I wind up grabbing his shoulder. I'm like, thank God. 
And I grab the shoulder. I look over, and it's Kim Reed. And I've grabbed Kim Reed's shoulder. She looks at me. She can see the look in my face that I need some help. And so Kim immediately pushes my hand off her shoulder and says, don't touch me, you fucking weirdo. And that was it. That was my experience of almost touching Kim Reed's boob right there. So that shows you how you can totally misuse the word almost. And that's what my friends use. They misuse the word almost. It's like they need to throw the verb make, makes on the end of it, almost makes. That's really what they need to do, To almost makes to get the true meaning of eating this food across. It's like it, it ought to say, this, these, these beet burger patties almost make you want to punch the person serving you these in the throat. Or this popcorn almost makes you want to admit to sins that you've never committed when you eat it. Or it's like when you, when you bite this chip, it almost makes you want to lick the dog's ass to get the taste out of your mouth. That's what they need to do right there. And it's like, you know, they're trying to do this healthy food and like, at least my mom, Jesus Christ, when she would try to throw healthy food on us, at least my mom would drench that shit in cheese. And by the way, it was fake cheese, Velveeta. I mean, Velveeta is so fake, it's not even in the refrigerated section there at the grocery store. Have you seen it? It is not even close to anything refrigerated at all. So the point is, the point is that you can make fake food taste good. Now, granted, it's probably full of ingredients that cause hypertension and cancer, but the taste, the taste. And that's where my issue's coming in with these guys, it's not, they're being healthy. That's great. They're being healthy, you know, as opposed to me being unhealthy. But it's like you you, you want to land on the healthy side, but if you got to, the choice is eating something that's good for you, but tastes like ass, uh, you know, if that's the choice, then heat me up some fucking Rotel and some Velveeta and bring on the corn chips because the unhealthy has never tasted so good right there. That's me. So um, we're still friends, surprisingly. I, 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 I try to hold off on what I go on with them, but that's it. Um, another thing that ran into is I was, uh, I went to high school in a place called Duncan, Oklahoma. And I happened to be back in Duncan, Oklahoma here a while back. And it's weird because in Oklahoma now, now they have medical marijuana, medical, and I'm using the quote unquote <laughs> medical marijuana, uh, cause we all know how hard, how hard that is to get. Right. But I'm back there and it's really strange because there are dispensaries all over this little town at every little street corner. I mean, it's like every little street corner, every place that used to be like a, a window tent car stereo place. Now it's a dispensary right? It's a dispensary all over there. You can walk over there. You can get weed. No big deal. Not, not a problem. And I got to tell you, it pisses me off. It does. It pisses me off in an old man way. You know, like your, like your daddy, your granddaddy get pissed if you were talking about, you know, walking to school and they're like, oh, I, I used to walk four miles in the snow to go to my school. That's the old man pissed off I am that people can fucking buy weed legal now. It's like, it's like, what? I'm like this old grandpa, right? That just drives me crazy. 
It's like, you know, like some kids like starts bitching about like, oh, you know, I had to go to two dispensaries to get the, the strain of weed I wanted. I'll, I'd go, I'll go all old man on them. Like, what? You think going to two dispensaries is hard? I'll tell you what's hard. Buying weed when it was illegal. You you could go down to that building that used to be that car store and auto tent store. You get your weed. But I had to know someone that knew someone that knew someone that would vouch for a dude named Skinner. Then you had to walk four miles in the snow over to his house to buy the weed. And if Skinner was in county jail, then you'd have to walk four miles to the county jail to find out when he's going to get out of jail so you can know when you could buy your weed. That's what you need, kids. And when that shit ain't regulated like you, like you know that stuff's organic. Hell, ours might have been laced with, with, with PCP, crystal meth, angel dust, formaldehyde, whatever. And did we smoke it anyway? Yes, because we weren't pussies. We were idiots, complete fucking morons, but not pussies. <laughs> it's like, but we had to take the chance to smoke that stuff that might be laced. And you don't want to know why? Because the town of Duncan, Oklahoma is fucking boring. And so get it illegally, get it legally. It's probably about the only thing that still makes that town fucking bearable. And if anybody's listening to this from Duncan, um, they will agree with me 100%. <laughs> And if if you don't agree with me and you're listening to this, please contact me and tell me what I'm missing, what I missed, and what I will miss in the future right there on all that stuff. So uh, so those are my two little uh, things I had to get off my chest, and I appreciate you letting me do that, that being uh, healthy eating and uh, legally buying weed. I'm a little bitter that I can't do that here in Texas, but hey, whatever, that'll happen in the year 20. Never. So uh, that's it. I'm going to get back to this stuff and I'll do more of these. As a matter of fact, I already know sort of what I got going on for the next couple. So um, to anybody and everybody out there that listens to this, I totally, absolutely, a thousand percent appreciate it. I have a great time and I hope you do as well. And so listen to some more. And I will have more coming up, and I will try. I'll start doing these every week. I make a a vow to everybody here that I'm doing these every week. So until then, uh, this is Brian Newton Fuller here at Scorpion Ranch in Tacoma, Texas, telling all y'all out there in podcast land, it's a big vast spot out there. I'm saying peace. <laughs>